0: Mary and Josh Daly podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage.
1: Mary. Josh. Daly. Mary.
0: Josh. Daly. You've seen the videos. They give you goosebumps of when heroes jump in to save the day. I
1: especially love the ones where dads are the heroes. Like they're just lounging on the couch. A kid starts to fall. They reach behind their head and they (laughs) snag him out of midair. Not every dad can be a hero though. (laughs) I am reminded of when my daughter was an infant, okay? So I'm playing with her. She's literally... This is your
0: first and only child at the time.
1: She's like six months old, okay? She's got a tooth already, and so she's playing, and I'm holding her with one arm because I'm dad, and I can hold a human being right. with one arm, and then she started to tip, and I had something in my other arm. I could have dropped what was in my other arm and saved yeah. my child, but instead... I tried to, I'm like, I don't want to flip you around and give you like whiplash little things, so I'm just going to gently just kind of go with it, and we'll and you'll end up on the ground, but it's gonna be a soft boom! Nope. Uh. Her face and the hardwood floor.
0: Joshua Hooper! Um Dude!
1: I would like to say there's a happy ending, but there's not. Oh uh. not every dad can be a hero. It just slipped through your fingers. You ever been there? It happened to me literally with my dog's leash. We stepped outside and he was gone. Like like a flash and his fur was on fire. I called him. I yelled after him. I said, stop, whoa, heal, anything you do for any animal so (laughs) they'll quit. You know, and nothing. I, I, I. I ran after him. My yelling became more frantic and louder. And still, mm-hmm. he did not know I was there. I never thought I would have a dog like this.
0: Like oh. a dog like disobedient or oh. just super independent? No,
1: like he's a car chaser. That's what he was doing. He's, no! He's going to bag himself an SUV before too long if I'm not careful. You
0: know when people say, The good old days... <laughs> you know, the thing back then that was Uh awesome and amazing and you miss, and you know, going down that whole thought process, those things that we had as kids that were amazing and incredible, but would never fly in 2021.
1: Oh, I got two words for you, lawn jarts. You remember those? Lawn Jarts? Uh, Yeah, I remember Lawn Jarts. So if you don't know what that is, it's like a huge half-pound metal spike with fins. They looked like darts because, high, they were darts. You'd put hula hoops on the ground and try to land the Lawn Jart inside the hoop by throwing them a mile in the air. They were so heavy Mm -mm. on the metal side, it would force it to land spike first into the ground. You can already see the problem. Mary, we were playing these one year when we were camping with our cousins. My cousin walks into an area where my brother's playing this, doesn't know it. (gasps) I know, it's okay. The thing came down and stuck between her wrist and her watch. She did another four inches and this is a whole different story. When she was just 10 years old, Gwen McLaughlin wrote the New York Yankees asking to be a ball girl in the dugout. They were her favorite team. Aww. The team sent her a letter and said uh, she would do just fine like a boy, but because there were only men around, she would feel uncomfortable in the dugout. This was 60 okay. years ago, okay? So let's put some a time stamp on this. And the letter just found its way back to the Yankees, and you guessed it. She got to be, at the age of 70, a, a ball girl in the New York Yankees dugout. Gwen Oh McMomber. my goodness! I love the fact she wasn't bitter. She was glad to just get something on Yankees' letterhead. That was great. But I love even more that the Yankees saw this and they were able to rewrite history. That is so good.
0: And it's a reminder that ask for what you want. Yeah, right. It's okay to ask for what you want.
2: (laughs) Cute kid stories.
0: I'll explain in a second, but just going to start with this. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What in the? What can I do? Mommy's
1: not letting me do an iPad for no reason. What is that? What is he saying there at the end? What was that?
0: Okay, so that's my six year old Liam who said, Mama won't let me do my iPad for no reason. (laughs) And then his battle cry is, What can I do? Because he's so bored after getting in trouble, Um. losing his device. So he's sitting on the couch singing this song. So I bust out my phone. I'm like, dude,
1: oh, wow. you
0: have four older kids. You've been through this journey before. Uh, they get in trouble, they lose their thing, and they're so bored. Yeah. What do I do? We've talked
1: a lot of, in my family about how it's a punishment more for the parents than it is for the kids. Um, how old is your son? Six. All right. Yeah, you know, My kids are all double-digit aged now, um, and we moved on from those younger years still being a mystery. So sorry, I got nothing. <laughs> <clears throat> and now a dog's bedtime prayer what Yep. Yeah. now i lay me down to sleep the king-sized bed is soft and deep i sleep right in the center groove my human beings can hardly move i've, I've trapped their legs they're tucked in tight and here is where i pass the night Stanza two <clears throat> no one disturbs me or dares intrude till morning comes and i want food I sneak up slowly to begin and nibble on my human's chin. For morning's here. It's time to play. I always seem to get my way. Stanza three. So thank you, Lord, for giving me this human person that I see, the one who hugs and holds me tight and shares their bed with me at night. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: You go from no pet guy, not giving into it, to sappy pet guy now?
1: I mean, I don't know really what happened, but I do know I need to go home right now and hug my dog. Things have started changing for the better, but I want to be sure I don't lose the lessons that I've learned over the last 18 months. Being together, listening better to others, loving people well, managing my time... These are good but hard things to maintain.
0: Thankfully, Counselor Tina Dozer helping us navigate all the things.
2: So we talked a lot about being intentional, intentionally loving people well, intentionally spending time with God, intentionally focusing on things that matter, not things that don't matter. But you can see it fade away as the busyness starts. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes that forces us to redefine what is everyday life like what is it supposed to look like versus what do we make it into
1: that's good i I like the fact that you're kind of describing it as a blank chalkboard
2: for sure i have families who have told me that during the crux of the pandemic when everything was shut down and there were only you know five cars on the highway and you know they did play more board games with their family and they did find themselves playing games with their kids on their phones or or whatever it might be the the world stopped and we looked at each other and went oh we're all still right here Mm -hmm. so now that the world's starting back up again josh you're right we get to paint it the way we want to paint it it gave us the opportunity to look back and go wow we've really busied ourselves into so many corners that we've lost a whole lot of relational time so we get to be in charge of how we want to make it going forward
0: of course, there's always some kind of debate going on. Uh, the most recent in the Olympic arena, literally, um, the people who put this whole shindig together are saying for the nursing mom athletes, it's not looking like they're going to be allowed to bring their kids what? to the games.
1: Um, um. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have thoughts. Can I share thoughts? I have thoughts. Please right, do. So like if if this was our scenario, let's let's pretend my wife is the athlete and nursing mother. Um, we would have to sit down and have this conversation. I would tell her kind of what I'm thinking about it because I am the child's father and I am yeah. her husband. And so I would say, well, this is what I'm thinking. But then, oh, this is so hard. Um, be- at the end of the day, I, w- I would say this to her as the athlete and the nursing mom. First, it's your choice. You mm, you're, yeah. you're the one going. All right. Second, it's your choice. Okay?
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> you want it to be both of these, a
1: mom and an athlete. So th- what you yeah. want to do is fine. Uh, stay home or or don't, you know, don't take the kid. Third, I support your choice. Yes, thank yes. you. Thank you. I will take that husband and father gold medal right now. Um I believe <laughs> I've done this properly. It's been an experiment in sleepovers. Not with my wife and I and our four kids and their friends, but with our dog and our dog's sister. (laughs) Literally his sister from the same litter. Uh, Tinker is her name. She's a bouncy, happy pup by day and a whiny, crying, yelpy gift from the Lord at night. Stop. She is. So we're keeping her some this week because her owners are away, but I think it's time, Mary, for a change. Instead of us inviting her to our house tonight... We are sending our two oldest kids to her house tonight to watch her oh, there. We're, okay. ho- we're hoping it's going to be more comfy for the dog. But also, when we made these plans, I pulled my kids aside and so the dog didn't hear. And I said, listen, yeah. tonight, you whine like the Dickens until after midnight. So Tinker knows what <laughs> it's like. <laughs> and now, another episode of Year 21 Tweets conversation went like this mommy would you eat a beetle for a million dollars honey (laughs) i'd eat a beetle for a bag of m&ms and a nap (laughs) you
0: wonder what the future looks like with a story that starts out like this baby abandoned by birth mom at the hospital a week goes by until an extended family member picks the baby up The baby is then passed around among family members for several years, turns into a teen, Randall, becomes homeless, Mm. makes a phone call, enters into the foster care system in his late teens and is just trying to survive. Until a young couple takes Randall in, signs the paperwork to give him their last name.
1: You feel so much when you go from hopeless to hopeful Mm -hmm. hearing something like that. And it is just such great evidence that life doesn't always look the way we think it will. We can have our plans, but they don't always work out that way. But in Randall's case, keep clinging to hope because God is good. And the, the story, so like the application, I think for me, the story that he's writing in my life, in your life, when it's all said and done will be a story of a life you could never dream.
0: People love to reminisce about the good old days. Oh, the golden years, yep. You wanna bring stuff from back then to now, more specifically, Those things we grew up with as kids that would never fly Mm -hmm. in 2021.
1: I'm actually going to hit the Wayback Machine even further than when we were kids. Okay, Mary. I just found for the, like, I never knew this kind of toy existed. It's the Gilbert U-238 Atomic Energy Lab. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Just saying atomic alone, I'm good. It's...
1: (laughs) circa 1950 it contained actual uranium which i think like when that's enriched or whatever that's what creates nuclear weapons
0: okay
1: sometimes i wonder yes how you and i how did we survive our childhood now like now i'm wondering how the world survived my grandparents childhood (laughs) shout out to backseat drivers who think they have way better ideas on how to do everything you're doing talking speed music selection, maybe even the direction you're going. My name is Josh, and we all know this. The quickest path between two points is a straight line. Then the peanut gallery pipes up and says, not if you're there for the journey. Well, listen, when you're working on a mortgage, you don't want the journey. You just want the destination. United Faith Mortgage can help you get there. They're going to take care of all of that tough driving stuff, and you can be in the backseat relaxing, which you'd want the backseat driver to do anyway. Just chill. They're going to help you through the process as a direct lender so they can save your family additional money and stress. Part of that means they'll even pay your appraisal fee for you from $300 to $500. United Faith Mortgage has partnered with The River because their core is the same as ours. It's faith and family. So give the backseat driver a snack so they'll be occupied by something else. And also hop in the back yourself so United Faith Mortgage can do the driving and get you to your mortgage destination. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330.